Hello, hello, hello again. Welcome to the F3 Podcast, where we discuss all things pertaining to faith, family, and finances. And we are your hosts today. I am Dr. Lionel M. Blair Sr., and I'm sitting next to Jesus Jr. Oh, my God. <laughs> my gorgeous, lovely, perfect wife, perfect in all her ways. Amen. Apostle Dr. Jasmine Blair. We got a good one for you today, and this is a commonly uh, asked question. I told you, we, we told y'all, y'all can send y'all questions in too now. Okay, if you have a topic that you want us to cover, all right, uh, I think that is important. All right, so um, can I speak against my leader if he and she, he or she are wrong? Mm. If they are wrong. Okay, this is a good one, and and it's a controversial one uh, because uh, in the world of social media, everybody's speaking against leaders and even their leaders. Well, before you get there, let's finish the introduction. <laughs> you ready to go right into the topic. If this is your first time with yes. us, listen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us. Be sure to click like subscribe and share hit the notification bell so you'll be notified every time we drop a new episode for our audio listeners same thing be sure to subscribe and the episodes will push to your phone or mobile device every time we have a new episode and you can click the link either in the description or if you're listening audibly in the show notes there's a link there for you to leave us a message and that's where you can go in ask your question give your commentary give your testimony oh my gosh this happened to me what do I do. This is what I'm dealing with. Let us know. Some of you are, I've been listening, so we should talk about the, the, if, if you want it on the show, you're going to have to drop it in the message and, and let us know. So we're going to be looking out for that, but this is definitely a good topic. It's a really good topic. Somebody had asked us this question. I'm like, you know what? It's great. We got to do this on the show because a lot of people have this issue. You know, we've already addressed the episode of, you know, my past is wrong. What do I do? There's a part one and two. Those are our most watched episodes. So if you have not seen those, definitely go back and watch those. I'll probably drop the link here so that you guys can go back and take a look at that. But whether they are right or wrong, in this case, let's say they are wrong. The question is, can I speak out against them? And in dialogue, you know, this person brought up, you know, the whole David and Saul type of dynamic. They brought up the whole Eli and Samuel. And you read through scripture, you see that there are things in their character that they were very wrong about that affected their leadership, that affected their decision making, and things were not all the way right. So, what people want to know is, okay, well, if this is wrong, can I speak out against it? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kick this over to you and let you start this off first. Well, well uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I like to cover things from all angles. So we're going to cover it from multiple angles mm -hmm. because it looks different for everybody. And, and everybody's response uh, maybe should not be the same way. Right. All right. I read in the scriptures this. Uh, first Peter, First Peter 2. And uh, I'm going to start at verse 18. Now, I'm going to give you a disclaimer. This word, this, this scripture I'm about to read has been used unrighteously. Mm. It has been used unrighteously. Mm. All right. But the way that I'm getting ready to present it is not in an unrighteous use. All right. 
So I'm going to read this. It says servants, and I'm reading from the Orthodox Bible. It says servants, verse 18, 2 Peter 2, 18. I'm going to read all the way to the end of the chapter. Mm -hmm. It says servants, be submissive to your masters. Right. And see, we get over, the, we, we, we get tripped up about servant, master, stuff like that. In, in essence, who you work for. Right. Who you work for or who you're subject to. Mm -hmm. All right. Just think of it like that. It says, servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. Mm. Right. But let, let's let's keep reading. It says, for this is commendable. If because of conscience uh, towards God, mm -hmm. one endures grief, suffering wrongfully, for what credit? See, we don't keep reading. We don't keep reading. It says, for what credit is it when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently. But for your faults, you take, uh, I'm sorry. It says, for what credit is it if you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently. But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us. Mm. Right? Leaving us an example mm -hmm. that you should follow his steps. Come on. Who committed no sin. Nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, mm. when he was reviled, did not revile in return. Mm -hmm. When he suffered, see, now we get to the meat of what God is trying to communicate. Right. When he, when, when he suffered, uh, 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 he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Okay. Hope y'all caught that. Mm. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on a tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now, but, but, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Now, now, God is saying, be submissive to your leaders, Right? Rather they are gentle or rather they are harsh. Why? Because Jesus also did the same thing. Mm. And you have to commend yourself to, those, to, to, to he who judges righteously. Because see, when you submit to God, who you submit to the one who judges righteously, he'll begin to judge on your behalf. Listen, sometimes... God wants you, sometimes God sets it up where you endure hard treatment for a season, for a season, mm -hmm. because he's trying to purify your character. Mm. Believe me, I, I sat under, I sat under somebody who was wrong about a lot of stuff wrong against me, right? Uh, those who are familiar with me know my story. And every time I wanted to leave, God said, no. Mm. He said, because I'm doing something to you. And I mean, this lady would embarrass me all the time. Jesus. She kicked me out of the church like three times. She would embarrass me all the time. You see what I'm saying? Uh, she started getting into error and false doctrine. Mm. 
But God, in the midst of that, still said, I'm doing something in you. Mm. I'm doing something in you, and you need to stay put. You need to hold your place. See, I couldn't just run like Saul, like, like a King David did with Saul. Come on. Some people say, oh, just leave. I couldn't. God wouldn't let me. He wanted me to come under the pressure and the weight of that thing. This is why all y'all who leave churches and stuff like that because your pastor wrong and mm. all this other stuff, you don't even know what God trying to do in you. Wow. Because you live in this liberal, democratic a kind of uh, a world where you think you got options. Mm. So you don't know what it's like to be embarrassed by, the, by, by a leader and then have to serve in front of the same people the leader embarrassed you to. Mm. Mm -mm. You don't know what that feels. You don't know what kind of humbling. But some people say oh, that is humiliation. Humiliation that's comes humiliation, from humiliation. That's that's control. Yeah. That's slavery. Shouldn't nobody have to put up with that? I'm not putting up with that. I know the God I serve. You know, we 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 start to hear those types of things. But here's the reality of it, and this is the question I like to pose to people, Apostle. If because God is not slow. Okay, that that's one of my slogans. God is not slow. So if God spoke to you. God told you to go there and he finished your end and then went back and created the beginning. He knew whatever wrongs were going to be. It's not justifying the wrongs, but understand he knew whatever wrongs was going to be there before he spoke and told you to go there. So I think the bigger question is instead of wanting to know whether or not you could speak out and we'll actually answer that in a minute. What you should be asking in that moment, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me here? You sent me here. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm experiencing. What is it? What is the greater purpose or if there's a greater purpose to this? Because some stuff is just people and sometimes you do need to transition away from that or whatever. But sometimes it can be for a moment. God allows whatever that wrong may be to touch something in you or to process something out of you. One of the things that we have found that when people leave a place because well, the pastor was wrong or the leader was wrong, every church they end up going to, there's some type of wrong Come they on. cannot agree with. Right. And it seems to be wrong after wrong. You didn't like the music. You didn't like who they promoted over you. You didn't like that. They only preached this day. You didn't like the time their office hours were. It starts a perpetual cycle of offense to where now everybody is wrong because you didn't stay in one place long enough to allow that issue to be worked out of you. Yes, there are some things, some people are toxic, some people are non-repentant, and you do need to get away from that. But sometimes people make legitimate mistakes, legitimate mishaps, and they have to ask for forgiveness. But what we found is that God uses that wrong in that individual or those individuals to bring up a deeper issue in you, to process something out of you. Because whether they're wrong or not, ask God, what is the greater purpose in this? What is the lesson I'm to learn? How should I be postured at this time? Right. Many people respond off of there. And it's not saying he won't tell you to do what you initially feel like doing. 
whether it's speaking out or transitioning to another ministry or what have you. But most people do not consult God before they react to whatever it is they're experiencing or seeing or hearing about or being told that they do not like. They automatically start blabbing it. That part. Or, oh, I had to go get some other counsel. I had to get some other counsel. I remember one time somebody uh, uh, called themselves getting counsel on me about something that they felt like, you know, I was doing. And I'm like, you out of order. I said, first of all, first of all, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the senior apostle here. You don't go get counsel on me. You don't go see counsel concerning me, especially when you have not even come to me first. Exactly, because biblically, you ain't come to me. If you have an audience, somebody, and I'm paraphrasing, you should go to them. So why go seek other counsel about your issue with it, with your pastor, with your leader, whoever, when you have not first approached that person? It's like you're in sin. That doesn't make any type of sense, and, and it is a sin. But like I said, we re, we as the body, we love to react. And respond as opposed to getting to a place and asking God, okay, what is the lesson? How am I to approach this? And, 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 and another thing too, you know, I tell all of us, all of our sons and daughters and all of our people that follow us, we ain't perfect. And sometimes God will use my, my flaws to purify your character. Mm. Not to say I will purposely do things. But I'm a human being just like you. You know, I have flaws and shortcomings and things like that. And something something some things God leave as a tool of purification. You, you know, the 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 only reason why the enemy is still present mm -hmm. is because God uses him to vet the church. Mm. Different teaching. But the point that I'm making is that some things God leaves or allows. Okay, so that so so that he can test and purify your character. Because you know, it says it right here. You know, if 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 Jesus um was subject to mistreatment, okay, mm -hmm. then who are you not to? Now, I will say this. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in the abuse of authority. That part. I don't. But one one day God told me this because I was extra careful, tiptoeing about, you know, just being who I am and mm -hmm. things like that. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, son, he says, he says, there's a difference between the abuse of authority and the use of authority. Come on. He said, you need to use the authority I've given you. You know, using it is not abusing it. Mm. <laughs> You know, it's just when you use it unrighteously that it becomes abuse. Right. But see, a lot of times we're so offended by anything firm or anything firm that we don't like. We like firm teaching as long as we ain't firm about the things that we don't, that people not firm about the thing that we don't like. Come on. Okay. So when it comes, it comes, it comes to speaking against your leader. Okay, I believe if there's a, a, a form of abuse and it's evidence, not because you offended, uh, not be, not because of you know anything like that, um, then then yes, yeah, something should be said, but it should it should go to the proper channels. Mm. If that leader has a leader, you go to that leader. Come on, you don't go yourself because you don't have the authority. 
Because at the end of the day, whether they right or wrong, they're still going to sit in that seat of authority. Come on. Let me say that again. At the end of the day, whether they're right or wrong, they're still going to sit in that seat of authority. Come on. I think it was about probably about 30 more years before Saul got, got brought yes, down. Yes, yes. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, so Saul still had the power of the seat, and God still backed the power of the seat. And I think that's a key thing that the body misses. Somebody being in wrong, somebody being in error, does not mean that God is removing them from the seat that they're in. No. And in some cases, you can you can even argue, let's say for argument's sake, okay, well, I feel they should be removed. The Bible says don't do this. They did that. But it's not always God's way to immediately remove somebody for something. Saul had 38 years to repent and change. 38, 38 years. Now, I would say that's a long time, but I'm not God and neither are you. We cannot put a time limit on how long God is going to give somebody to repent or how long God is going to stretch his grace for somebody, how long God is going to be dealing with the heart of that person, how long God is going to send prophets to that individual, legitimate, qualified, trained, and accountable prophets to that person to warn them or give them the word of the Lord. So, Again, when we react and we respond, we then take a situation out of God emotionally, not literally. We Emotionally, we take a situation out of God's hand. We take it out of God's timetable and we want a result based on what we feel. You see what I'm saying? We want a result based on what we feel or what we think we should be. And that is the root of why many of us do not go and consult God. Okay, God, what is the greater purpose here? What are you trying to do? I see this. I see this. I don't like this. I said this. This is what they said back. What are you trying to show me here? Right. Because it may very well be that God is dealing with that person. And who knows? Five months from now, they may get up and repent in front of the whole church. You never know. Right. And the reason, now this is my opinion, the reason why a lot of people do not come forward with different things that they may be going through or different things, because it ends up all over the internet. All over the internet. You know, within the last 10 years, I'm sure there are very few pastors that have opened up to publicly repent and apologize to their church or their ministry, and it didn't end up all over the internet. So, you know, we say, oh, we want transparency, oh, we want humility. But in the instances where this happens, we bash these people and we ostracize right. them. So what incentive is there really for people to come forward? Right. For their whole lives to be ruined. Right. Because y'all church folks, y'all worse than the mafia. Y'all are dirt, y'all some dirty folks. For real. The I've, I've had better treatment from the world than from the church. Now, that's true. For real, I, I've, I, you know, you know, I'm like, Lord, you saved me and brought me into this. I should have stayed. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't. I should have stayed back hanging with the Crips. I had, I had more loyalty being a Crip. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I've experienced more loyalty, you know, running the streets, running, running with gangs and some stuff like that. I had more loyalty, okay, from from the people I was with. Mm -hmm. You know, I had more forgiveness. Now it was chastisement. Yeah. Okay, because I remember I lost a fight one time and that didn't go well. <laughs> All right, but uh, but that was only one. <laughs> but it, it was still loyalty. 
They had your back, man. They had your back. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, 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 it, 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 church today? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't have your back. You know, and and, and, and like you said, mm -hmm. you know, when when a leader is wrong, y'all y'all quick to speak out. That part. Let the powers that be handle that. Okay, because I'm sure that pastor got somebody in his or her life that's gonna that's gonna call him on these stuff. First of all, your pastor don't have nobody they they accountable to. You shouldn't be sitting under. Okay, if they should they're in transition, that's one thing, but they need to get somebody to sit under. Yeah. You understand? You know, but but a lot of y'all call out stuff and y'all and, and, and I and I've said this too. You got to give people a chance to repent. Mm -hmm. If they're actually wrong. If they're wrong, yeah. But y'all don't give people a chance to repent. Well, let me say that again because that felt good in my sanctified soul. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all don't give people a chance to repent. And then, and then wonder why they keep it to themselves and then it gets worse. It gets worse because it's still hidden. But they know as soon as you come out, as soon as they come out with it, they're not going to get help. They're going to get crucified. Mm. So, so yeah, and, and, and when it comes to speaking against leaders who are wrong, I'm, 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 you know, I'm more stricter on this this particular thing here. I'm more strict on this particular thing because I believe you can't judge the seat you you don't sit in. That part. You don't understand the temptations of that seat. Mm. You don't understand the warfare of that seat. And you can read as many books as you want on that seat and say, well, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Until you sit in that seat. You can't say, oh, if it was me, I would do this. You never know what you're going to do until no. you're actually in that seat or that situation. Yeah, because I used to bash them pastors all the time. And then when, when I started pastoring. <laughs> I'm like, boy, these Negroes is a headache. <laughs> I'm, man, I'm trying to tell you, like, 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 and then if you take your, and then if you take your stuff seriously, right? The pressure of watching over people's souls. Keyword if. <laughs> yeah, the pressure of watching over people's souls, mm -hmm. and then managing your own household. Come on. Okay. See, see, see. Managing your own household. And then managing, trying to manage a church budget from people who barely give. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And then you got to work on preaching the truth. You want to preach the truth, but then, like, if you offend people. They leave your church. <laughs> they, 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 they leave your church. They have a thousand questions. And if you don't answer according to their satisfaction, then all of a sudden they leave the church. And then poof, they go they, they go to extra money right there. And some of you say, oh, you don't look at people as dollar signs. Baby, let me tell you something. The more people, the more dollars. Okay? And, 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 and the more we're able to pay these bills. You understand? See, this is this is why I've never been hard up for a building. Mm -hmm. It's too much headache. Because, see, as soon as you preach something that people don't like, all of a sudden they start leaving. Mm. Now, when you preach all the stuff they like, oh, the place is packed. The place is packed. Come on. You understand? 
but 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 I saw how we packed out we packed out that little hotel room. Okay, we we packed it out, and I was satisfied in the hotel conference room. I could have been in the hotel conference room for the rest of my ministry uh, tenure, and I would have been okay. Cause, cause, cause I see how fickle people are, and see, I, I see these pastors. They be having to hustle, mm -hmm. you know, or they have to implement certain programs and have all this stuff available for people's kids and people that you know all these different stuff just to keep the building going. I don't want none of that. Come okay, on. <laughs> some of y'all grace for that. I don't, I, I don't have the time or the patience for that. Okay, but, but. But this is why I told God, I said, don't give me a building unless it's paid for in full. Come on. And don't get me wrong, God is opening the door for that. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about back then. If I, listen, I, I don't want no building unless it's paid for. Come on. Because I don't want, I don't want to be dependent upon people. See, 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 I didn't understand all of that back then. You know, so while I'm sitting up here bashing pastors for doing things in their church. And then when, when, when I became a senior leader and I started having responsibility over people and over work, I gradually stopped getting critical. Mm. You know, there's a couple times I was in prayer like, man, Lord, I'm so wrong for this. I said, I used to bash all these pastors. Oh, yeah, I used to have these conversations with God because I'm honest about myself with God. Like some folks need to be, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Lord, I'm so wrong for that because I was bashing him for this, 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 and now I'm faced with the same decision, and about to do it the same way they're doing it. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I said, I said, I, I was, I, you know, but see, I, that was me judging seats I don't sit in. I don't care if you hang with people that sit in that seat. Mm. I don't care. Well, a lot of y'all love to say, well, well, I know pastors, I know apostles, I know prophets, and they don't do that. Okay, but wait until you sit in that seat if you're called to be that. And you go through your own pressures. Come on. Because you may know leaders in the same position, but you ain't going through the same pressure. And I'm pretty sure certain things they didn't even tell you that they deal with. Come on now. Why would they tell you? You don't know nothing about it. Why would they tell you it's not a reality for you? Come on. And some people make friends with some of these leaders and make them think that they got the authority to speak on speak on certain stuff. But anyway, see, see that that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we gonna say that for next week. That's yeah, a so, whole. Some of these prophets, episode. you know, they, they be friends with some of these apostles, some of these people, and they think they have the authority to speak on things um, that they know not of. Mm. Yeah, we gonna get we gonna touch on that next week. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the reality of it is this. So ask yourself this, when it comes to, can I speak out? The question is, should you, first of all, should you? Something may be wrong, but should you really speak out on it? And if your answer is yet, what do you hope to accomplish by speaking out? That is the real question. Because some people, well, I believe people should be warned. Some people's definition of speaking out is destroying the person, getting everybody to leave the church or the ministry, uh, uh, ruining their career, making sure nobody ever follows them again. That's not for you to determine. Did not Jesus Christ say upon this rock, I will build my church. So if you are speaking out against somebody for the purpose 
of destroying and dismantling whatever ministry, you are now directly putting yourself at enmity with Jesus Christ and coming up against a work that he established. If, because it's not the person that's building the church. It's Christ that's building the church. So by you trying to tear the, the church apart, you really have a bigger issue. At that point, your issue is no longer about the person or whatever you feel that they did. Now you are literally deconstructing the kingdom of God. And we could put anybody's name in this blank, whether they're big or small as a preacher. It does not matter what type of ministry they have. If you are speaking out for the purpose of deconstructing that ministry, you have a bigger problem. You're not just yeah. warning people at that point. Yeah, you 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 be messy, and and, and 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 you got a personal problem. And I find that when I look at some of these blogs, I look at some of these Facebook lives, I look at some of these YouTubes, well, I feel I have a responsibility to warn the people. I feel like it's my job to let the body know. If you're letting the body know, you wouldn't be delivering it in such a messy fashion. And most of you that have been on the internet, you've seen this type of stuff, whether you watch it or scroll by it. Notice it's often messy. The person is often still offended. Whatever transpired to why they're speaking out, it, I mean, the ink is barely drawn on paper. It's barely a 30-day process. They haven't even given themselves a chance to process the information to go before the Lord. No, I'm not saying there's a particular time period, but most of us know if you hot and you talk about something publicly because you're mad, because you're angry, it's going to come out a certain way as opposed to if you've really given it some time to kind of cool off and go before the Lord about it. So should you speak out, what do you hope to accomplish and why are you speaking out in the first place? And the next question is, would it be better for you just to transition elsewhere? Yeah, some things don't need to be said. Some things really aren't even necessarily wrong. You just feel that they're wrong. You don't agree with them. Maybe they have strong views that don't line up with yours. Sometimes it may be better just to transition. And if you choose to speak out, have you first attempted to have a private conversation with that person? Now, private can mean, you know, another person being accountable, a witness, what have you. But if you have not even attempt to speak to the individual about how you feel, what is your purpose in speaking out? Because you haven't given that. Who knows? They might have repented to you. They might have had a very good reason. They might have had a reason you didn't like. There may be greater information. But if you don't give people a chance to really share the why behind stuff, you're carrying it on in an offended place. And that's the part that people don't really want to hear. This is why I'm not saying never get outside counsel, but for most people, this is why you evade the conversation with the person and you choose to go have outside counsel. This is why you don't take it to prayer because God shows you. This is why you don't talk to the person. You don't try to reconcile the situation. You don't try to even lend a finger to help, but you feel a need to warn the body. We're often reactive and our actions are based off of what we feel, not what God is saying, not the actual facts, not based on the response or the reaction of the person. And this is why we have these unhealthy dynamics in the body. You ever see these people on social media where it seems like every week they're exposing a new prophet. They talk about a new pastor. All of a sudden, God showed them in a dream. This person won't write. That person won't write. Most people who fit these patterns, if you pay attention, they never say anything positive. 
No, it's not just one person that's wrong. Everybody's wrong. Nobody's right. Everybody's in secret sin. Everybody has something that they're not dealing with. People who get on these tangents make a ministry career, a very unsuccessful one, but a ministry career of exposing pastors and leaders. So ask always ones who are famous. Right, right. Ask yourself, if you feel the need to speak out, is this a pattern for you? Is this something that you normally do all the time? And some people, all, some people, and, and some of y'all, let me, let me, let me, let me get up close here. Some of y'all, you have a critical eye towards leadership and no leader will ever be good enough for you. That part. You know, I, you know I've had to tell a few people that. Like, listen, I said, you can leave and go wherever you want. I said, but this is a pattern. Yeah. I said, listen, when you come into the presence of a leader, you're coming into a world of flaws. I'm sorry. You know, you know, you, 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 you know, yes, I'm an example of faith and stuff like that. But if you look totally to me, you're going to mess up, you know, and, and, and that's right. for any human being. And, you know, the same, I don't think people realize the same Jesus we preach is the same Jesus we need as well. It's just that, you know, we, you know, God, God chooses us, you know, to lead. Yeah. I said, but some of y'all, some of y'all, um, no leader will ever be good enough for you. You will always be tossed to and fro, dissatisfied, and you're going to, you're going to always gravitate to people that agree with you. Not the ones that are graced for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's my tribe because we are like we are like. No, 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 no. You, they, 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 they agree with you. That part. But see, when you the when you go somewhere and you're challenged, your love walk is challenged. Mm -hmm. Your mercy is challenged. Your patience is challenged. Uh, you being trustworthy is challenged. Okay, all these things are being challenged, and God, God sometimes will use the leader to challenge them. Rather, it's the leader directly addressing things or the leader's flaws. Mm. A, you know, a lot of people's flawed in the Bible. Come on now. The only one that won't flawed was Jesus. Moses was flawed. Moses was flawed. You can read his flaws in there. Noah was flawed too. Okay. Peter was flawed. Paul was flawed. Mm -hmm. You know, but one thing about it was they was faithful to their mission in God. That part. They was faithful to the mission that God gave them. And that was what drew, drove them. Okay. And guess what? Martin Luther King was flawed too. I think we talked about this last time too. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King was flawed too. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, 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 y'all talk about the civil rights movement and Martin Luther King did for the civil rights movement. But see, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't talking about them cigarettes he smoked mm -hmm. and other women he slept with outside his marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, the man, the man, the man was flawed, but he was faithful to his mission, and we remember him for his faithfulness to his mission. So why can't you remember your pastor for their faithfulness to the mission? Mm -hmm. Okay, I ain't said excuse the other stuff. I'm not saying that because okay. half y'all didn't know that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying excuse it, and a lot of people know it. They just don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. But. But see, a lot of y'all think because oh, just because I don't address it, I'm excusing it. First of all, it's not your job to address it. That part, number one, you know that. that well, you know, you know, I don't let nobody. You know, you know, even even times I knew I was wrong, and certain people try to address me. I ain't let them address me like that because I already had people in my life addressing that. 
Mm-hmm. You, no, 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 no. You out of order. Okay. This is some some people I had to tell them straight up. You you don't rank high enough to correct me. Go sit down. Go go back to playing in the sandbox somewhere. Okay. Or correct on your level. Don't correct up here. Mm-hmm. You know. And 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 that's just the way it is. That's just that's just the way it is. See, y'all try to bring democracy in the church when the church is the result of a theocracy, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can't correct upwards. See, see, the democracy is 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 government by the people through elected representatives. See, you don't elect your pastor. Woo! You don't elect your leader. At least you ain't supposed to. No. Okay, ain't nobody elect me. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I didn't even elect me. <laughs> I wouldn't have chose this. Hello. You think you think I think I would have chose this? <laughs> oh man, listen, no. I'm losing hair. <laughs> I'm graying faster. You understand what I'm saying? Man, listen. Man, listen, it's stressful. My belly big. <laughs> Shoot. Man, what you, you think I would have chose this? No, indeed, no. No, indeed, no. But but God chose me. Amen. And that's why and that's why nobody has ever won against me yet. I've never lost a battle. Not against people. You understand? I've never lost a battle. Okay. Every time I'm opposed, I increase. Mm. Ain't that right? That's it. Every time we oppose, we increase. And that's why some of these people y'all wrongfully come after, it seemed like they can't be three dethroned. You want come on. Why are people still falling? I don't because you have a personal vendetta against somebody. They still have an anointing, a mantle, a seat, and a mission. That part. All that didn't disappear because they fell short, they missed the mark, or they just did something that you don't like or agree with. Because Jesus died on the cross for the sins of your leader, too. Did you know that? Don't make it right. Don't make it excusable. All right. But just like you can be forgiven, they can, too. Mm-hmm. So you should try practicing that mercy sometime. So, so, again, it, if your leader is wrong... Before you decide to speak out, you need to consider you, you, you need to consider these 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 things that we're talking about. All right, you need to consider these things we're talking about because see the the social media has emboldened some of y'all. So you think? <laughs> no, that no, they, they they they've got they've gotten bold now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and make them think they're somewhere where they're not. I'm seeing novices all the time trying to correct. I'm just like okay. You're gifted and you know people, but you're you're nobody in the spirit. You're nobody in the spirit. Just because you can write a couple books and you know do some podcasts. Anybody can do a podcast. So now, now, nowadays it's easy to start a ministry with no accountability. Yep. All you gotta do is all all you gotta do is get on the internet and file file the paperwork. And get two other flunkies to sign and put their name on it. Yep. That's it. That's it. And then bam, you got a ministry. And you can be ordained through your own ministry. You don't got to you, you, you don't got to go through nobody else. Mm-hmm. You can be ordained by your own ministry. Did you know that? And you don't got to be ordained by nobody else. Yeah. 
Yep. And these are the people that go out and pe speak against all these leaders and then make a whole ministry out of it. Well, God has told me to take my assignment not to the next level. To hell. That's, that's your next level. Yeah. So. I hope you guys got a lot yeah. to think on on yeah. this. You know, granted, there are some legitimate horror stories out there. There's some unfortunate situations where people are being mistreated and mishandled. But if we all going to be honest. That does not represent 98% of pastors. 98% uh -oh. of pastors and leaders, they, they love you. They want to do a good job, and they're human too. And you're just offended because it's something that you don't like. So take this into consideration. Pray and ask God what course he wants you to take. But more importantly, ask God what is the bigger picture and what he's trying to show you and what hurdle in your own life is he trying to cause you to overcome and master in this season. You got any closing remarks for the people? Leaders are humans. Leaders are flawed, but they're chosen by God. Amen. Some of y'all was raised by imperfect parents. Do you do, do you go bashing them? Some of you do, but I'm just saying, most of y'all would even bash your own mother the way you bash these pastors. Come on. Come on now. And they're in a spiritual seat of authority. They're in the spiritual seat of authority. You understand? So, so, so give your leader some similar respect, some similar grace. I've seen people, I've seen people uh, um, done wrong by their parents. I, I mean, criminal stuff, mm -hmm. stuff that's criminal. And you are so forgiving. Oh, that's my mama. That's my mama. But you are so unmerciful to your leaders. Some of you need to go back to your previous leaders and apologize for abandoning them in a time of weakness. Come on. Hear the word of the Lord. Because see, you caused a void and a wound there. And some of you, you may need to go back. back. Mm. Okay. Because some, so for some of them, your leaders have repented. They have repented. Mm. That was the phase they was going through. You understand what I'm saying? And you left, you left before their repentance was complete. Mm. And you went and you bashed them and all that kind of stuff. And some of you need to go back to your leaders and repent and apologize. Mm -hmm. Sow a seed and, and, and either move on or, or go back and submit. That part. Because God just don't change his mind. Well, we know most of them.